Today on Wanna Be On Top, we are getting a little dirty with Nate White from Nini Lashiro as we dive into this Top Model episode. First, we chat with Nate about his history with Top Model. Then we find out what Nate thinks of Tyra's creative work. And Nate tells us what we can expect from all their brand new content creation in 2022. Stay tuned. Are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shay Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert, Maxwell Esposito. Hey, Maxwell, happy new year. Hi, Shay. Happy new year to you. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. Just really... Glad that I'm able to be relaxing at home, had a busy holiday tour schedule, had a fun Christmas, and so I'm just enjoying the freezing cold that is Chicago right now. I'm just trying to focus on nesting and getting this house together. How about you? Oh, I'm doing the same. I'm taking advantage of the public school system, giving my partner like three weeks off and he's cleaning right now, giving me a break from my housewife duties that I will be taking (laughs) on next week when he goes back to school. Um, You know, do you have any New Year's resolutions beginning of the year? My New Year's resolution is... Good question. I Do you do New Year's resolutions? Is that something that you do? I always try to set a goal. I always try to set a goal. I don't think, I don't like to put a lot of pressure on it, but I think having like a vague outcome for the next 365 days is always like a fierce way to look okay. at the year. You know so okay. okay. I think my New Year's resolution is going to be to go to Paris Fashion Week. There we go. Uh, that's a good Thank one. You. I want to make more money. That's yes. my New Year's resolution. I just want, I, and that's never usually my New Year's resolution. I'm always more of a more the same uh-huh. girl. But this year, I would like some more money. I would like 2022 to be bountiful for my bank account. I would love to get a car um, this year. I think that that would be uh-huh. cute. Because it would definitely save me a lot of money on Ubers and make my errands a lot easier. So. Yes. And we're a two-car household now. And, and we love January, it. It's cold. So, like, getting groceries is impossible in Chicago without a car. It felt like, oh, yeah, if, yeah, it does feel that way. It is possible, but it does feel very impossible at times, especially in especially the snow. When you're trying to carry them and it's cutting off the circulation in your fingertips. Anyway, <laughs> well, let's let's get into some top model before you start giving me PTSD. Yes. Really fast, we talked to Miss J before we took our little holiday break. How I mean, how iconic? I'm still like reeling from that. I just can't believe that we got to sit down and have a casual conversation and learn about the illustrious life of the one, the only iconic Miss J. Alexander. Yeah, I was really just blown away with the way that she spoke to us, the way he spoke to us. And I mean, 
just a legend. I very insightful, and I'm excited for our listeners to get a little history on Miss J because exactly. I do think that was something we missed out on as top model listeners mm-hmm. or like yeah. viewers. Sorry, mm-hmm. top model viewers, we did not get the history of Miss J. I mean, so honestly, like after having that conversation, I myself have never been to Japan, and after hearing that Miss J lived there for three years, I'm like, oh my god, I feel like Miss J would be the ultimate tour guide in Japan. Now I want to book a trip well, with her. I'm like, come on, girl. Let's no. go. Bring Boris. Well, now that you guys are yeah, friends. We'll, we'll now that you guys are friends. And our tabby shoes. And we're like, go for it. I live. All right. Well, let's get into the chaos of cycle five again, because Tyra was not letting these girls breathe this cycle. So we're going to talk today about episode six. The girls are 1940s pinups, which is like a really lame title for an episode, but alas, (laughs) this episode brings these divas a ton of grief because the task that they're asked to do, um, they get to do this photo shoot with Tyra, our classic black and white photo shoot. You know, what do we think of this? I mean, she does this every cycle, basically. Yes, you know, I feel like at this point, the intimate Tyra black and white portrait is um, standard, kind of like the snatch game in Drag Race. You just should be prepared for Tyra to surprise you one morning at the house and be like, this is when we're going to take an intimate close-up portrait. Doesn't she, like, one cycle put stuff in people's eyes and one of them have, like, a very, like, visceral um, reaction to that? Menthol. Like menthol, like vapor, like cream, like by their eyes because she's like it's an old Hollywood trick to get people to cry. So it's basically like a Vicks vapor rub that they like put by their eyes yeah. to make them cry. Yeah, and for one girl, it was like really intense. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I mean, the product is great. Final products are always beautiful with those, except for cycle one, but whatever. Um, next, Tyra sends these girls to boot camp with Eric Visk, you know, Vic, Visk, Koskvix? That's his name, Vikoskvix. Right? Does that sound like right to you? They never even said his Viskovich. They didn't even say his name. They so I was didn't. really robbed said, this time. And figure it out for yourself. <laughs> Well, they had to do an optical obstacle course and get covered in mud and go interview with Elle magazine. And the first question I have is, what the hell? Like these poor girls. I mean, um, you haven't had when in your days of Barbazon, they didn't make you go through a boot camp and drag yourself through mud and then go and do an interview because I feel like that's what all top moms have. No, definitely missed out on Barbasan. Actually, even in Boy Scouts, when I was a Boy Scout, I made everybody else do the hard stuff, and I somehow always managed to get out of it. So I, I would have not excelled at so the obstacle course and getting muddy. A, a patch or a badge in um, delegation. Yes. Oh my gosh! Any inside merit badge I yes. had merit for sure. Badge. The bowling merit. I call it what a badge. The bowling merit badge, the cooking merit mm-hmm. badge, oh girl, the knitting mm-hmm. one. I had all the inside uh, how, how many ones. years did you do boys? A long time. Like from like first grade, I think, till I finally stopped like in high school. So like <laughs> like twelve years or I'm something. I'm like surprised by the amount of friends that I have that really did a lot of boy scouts. All of them not very Boy Scouts, you know. Most of them get very them Scouts, you know. Um, very, I, I feel that very much as well. Very them <laughs> Scouts myself. I mean, okay, but look. Um, 
I, I can understand where this is kind of like a funny lesson to get the girls to just like, you know, let their guard down at the uh the go see with uh the the L girl team. However, it's like I guess what makes it difficult for them to separate is the fact that honestly, this isn't a real interview. They're not actually these L girl people aren't actually going to put them in their magazine. And I think that's probably what has them so shook because for them the pressure is on, and we all know secretly that this is just for the television show. That's true. I think there were a lot of them that stayed very in their shell, which Uh I think it's this episode or maybe the next one where Tyra says, she's like, I'm really disappointed in you guys. Like, this wasn't really how I wanted you to do this. So Yeah, they took it very seriously. And I mean, we see that a lot with Nicole, too. She was not committed to any of the challenges. I mean, or wearing a corset, because she does wear this corset in their 1940s pinup photo shoot. You know, we get into it, we'll talk about it later with our guest today, but what are your thoughts on this pinup photo shoot? Is it sexy? Are we running to Ford to put a Ford in your now parking spot you're looking to fill in 2022? Yeah, um, I don't know if the Ford Fusion is quite the sexiest car um, when I think of like car themed photo shoots, like the Ford Fusion is not normally what I would want to be leaning up against. But, you know, model through it. And if I were given the task to work with a Ford Fusion, best believe I would be modeling through it. All right, well, look, today is going to be so much fun. I am really excited to dive into all of the fashions and the mishaps that these models are put through with our special guest, Nate White, from his line, Neely Lashiro. So we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back and chat about this episode. am super excited to chat about this episode with our guest. Today's guest is a sickening fashion designer from New York City, I would know because I've worn their stuff personally, who not only is known for their fierce looks, but also for some pretty hilarious and viral TikToks. So without Further ado, let's give a big wanna be on top welcome to Nate White, designer of Nini Lashiro. Hi, Nate. How's it going? Oh, what's up, y'all? Oh, hi, Nate. Thanks for yes, joining us. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for having a brother. I appreciate y'all. Oh my gosh, absolutely, my pleasure. I um, we'll we'll get more into your designs, but I mean, I'm mm-hmm. born. <laughs> your pieces before your sickening. I absolutely love you. So um, thank you so much for taking the time to come and have a chat with us about Top Model because we are such huge fans here, obviously. You know, that's why we have this whole podcast going on. Um, So I just want to get into the want to be on top routine, you know, and get right into the questions that we ask all of our guests anytime they come and sit down and chat with us. So, um, okay, we want to take you back to cycle five a top model it was airing in september of 2005 okay so Mm -hmm. could you do 
us a favor and paint the picture for our listeners. What were you wearing? What TV shows were you watching? Mm. What music were you listening to? Um, Yes. Okay, okay, okay. 2005. Um, In 2005, I was in... Sixth grade, given mm-hmm. sixth grade, sixth grade, just entered middle school. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was I listening to? Maybe like it was giving Gwen Stefani. Maybe like Holla Back Girl. Right. Yeah. Wasn't that around like, yes. that, that time? Yeah. It was that, I, for it, sure. Yeah, that was like the song of the summer. So Holla Back Girl. Um. Chris Brown was lit then, right? So like, yeah. What? Run it. Right. Yeah. That. Um. Let me see. What was that? What was that? First of all. Back in Brooklyn, around this time, everyone everyone was trying to compete with the fashions, with the you know we all we all thought we was fly back yes. then. So, um, were we wearing like the the ooh those large super like five X large T shirts? I remember I had those those super large T shirts down to our kneecaps. Every yeah, you know, very <laughs> very much shirt dress. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the shutter shades? Or was that like after? Do y'all, do y'all remember the Shutter Shades? Okay, Shutter I want to say Shutter later. Shades were maybe about 2008. I'm going to venture to say, like a few years after. Okay, so maybe okay, 2000. Okay. So that, was, that was afterwards. Okay, how about how about like um the sweatbands? Remember Nelly had the sweatbands? Yes, yes. And we were wearing the sweatbands, the unnecessary sweatbands on our wrist mm-hmm. for no apparent reason. Maybe maybe that. That's what it's giving. 2005. Yes. I live. Ish. I absolutely live roughly yes um and were you were you watching top model back then well listen i was watching top model since elementary yes. <laughs> since <laughs> elementary the because you know what it, it was like for me i knew that i was interested in fashion from a young age yeah so that was like one of the first i feel like fashion uh reality shows yeah so absolutely. that was kind of like my my first step into like okay i like fashion uh-huh. this is what's going on on the inside you know yeah in elementary school in like what fourth fifth grade like hold up i like this this is what mm-hmm. i need to be doing you know yeah but yeah Good old time time time. yeah no i was absolutely hooked from the very first season you know because i was always watching mm-hmm. upn so as soon as i saw the the trailer mm-hmm. for Top Model, I said, oh, yep, I will absolutely be watching. Mm-hmm. Now, prior mm-hmm. to Top Model, were you familiar with Tyra Banks? Were you familiar with, like, Life Size? Did you watch that movie with her and Lizzie Lohan? Yeah, um, I have. Uh-huh. <laughs> was, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I, I, for me, like, Tyra came into my consciousness uh, during Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and uh, ever since then, I was just like, mm-hmm. who is she? Because she reminded me of my older cousin, Nancy. Yeah. She's yeah. crazy. Because <laughs> uh, she like ran track and she always had her hair pulled back in like a ponytail and had some hazel eyes. So I was like, oh, that reminded me of my cousin. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> get to see uh, creative Tyra Banks um, in each cycle of Top Model. And Tyra always explains to the models all of the different photo shoots that she's been in and done. And she always wants to show the models that they need some variety and uh, wants to always show them how to go about achieving that. So one of Tyra's favorite photo lessons is when she uh, brings a photographer to the model's house and just does a little bit more of a raw black and white style photo shoot. 
And this is an opportunity for Tyler mm-hmm. to show the girls how a simple photo shoot can still be impactful. So as an up-and-coming designer, I'm sure you've done some quick, right. fast, and dirty photo shoots to make, you know, to get the content out there, to make it work. Right? <laughs> so is there any time where you had to <laughs> model through it, create, you know, a photo shoot or content, like, in a hurry just to make sure that you had something, you know, to post? Of course. Well, you know, with now nowadays, especially, it's like things roll out so quick. It's kind of hard to keep up with stuff. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, True. listen, you got to jump on these trends. The trends, you got to jump on them quick. Oh, they'll be they'll be here one day. Next day they out. Um, Absolutely. You know, uh, but as far as like the uh, shooting things down and dirty quick, you want to you want to hear something? To be yeah. honest, that's the majority of my content. <laughs> yeah, the majority. Mm-hmm. Like I swear, like the majority of my content, people are like, "How do you plan? How do you?" Honestly, it's like, like in a spare time, spare moment, I'll hop up and I'm like, "Okay, let me bust this out real quick," and it'll be something that goes viral. So, like I tell a lot of people, listen, it'd be the quick videos, the ones that you just hop up real quick, bust a move one time, uh, uh, uh. Those would be the videos that people end up loving. Yeah. And like sometimes you really don't have to plan anything. You don't have to do a big, huge production. It could be something that you shoot in your project hallway, <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> I got up in my project hallway, shot a quick little video, and boom, a million views. You know, sometimes it's this the it's the the grittiness that people like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So do you think that that is like, uh, I mean, speaking from personal experience, it feels mm-hmm. like that has been um, more successful. So do you feel like mm-hmm. Tyra was really giving the models some like good advice by Absolutely. being like, sometimes it's really just like the more understated, mm-hmm. unproduced photos that can really mm-hmm. be um, impactful. So uh, question, mm-hmm. if you were in uh, one of these models position, would you let uh, Tyra come at you with uh, the Vaseline all over your face and in your hair listen i'm trying to win you over what what else do you want to put on me you want to put anything else on me since i got you i'm fine with that because i need you to choose me you know what i'm saying yeah um and to be honest you know what it reminded me of um i don't know if anyone well this is my personal experience back in elementary school and middle school uh when we had like the picture day i feel like there was always a select few people who came to school completely greased down like I yes. mean, their moms <laughs> i don't like i know especially in the black community our moms do not want us to come uh actually <laughs> like, my child my child will not be great <laughs> oh <don't>... yes no <laughs> absolutely so, like, like it just reminded... down <laughs> down <laughs> down up down right around like it just it, to me it just brought me back to <laughs> the picture days where we came with our faces completely shiny like the mirror is given, like, yeah. you can see ourselves through our foreheads. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I think that Tyra actually was, like, trying to show them, listen, you can make, if you can make something out of nothing now, you know what I mean? Imagine what you can do when you have those resources. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, well, let's hop into these photos because I want to know who you think killed it and who you okay. think didn't quite deliver okay so mm-hmm. first up we have nicole. nicole um i feel like up until this point nicole had always been like really really safe and never really mm-hmm. connected with the camera but i do mm-hmm. feel like this is 
a good shot for Nicole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Tyrus is holding her hair out of frame. You know, it's it, <laughs> it, it, it's cool. Mm-hmm. The composition is cool, and uh, I think this is probably probably one of my favorite one of those of mm-hmm. Nicole. To be perfectly honest, same. I do agree. I I feel like the intensity in her eyes. You know what I mean? Like you, there's something behind it. You yeah. Know, with a lot of the girls, you know, we'll we'll speak about them soon. But like with Nicole, I felt like with this picture, I was able to kind of like see some sort of intensity. So it was a simple picture, but I felt like it gave what it needed to give. You know? Yes. Yes. And Tyra was giving all the camp this episode. Like during this part, she was like, "You've never had anybody hold your hair up outside like this," and you're just like. Right. Nicole's like, no. I guess not. You know, <laughs> I can't. Now think the last time someone was like, "Hey, let me hold your hair up like this." Why'd you do that, Tyra? <laughs> Chef kiss, Tyra. Yes. Okay, so oh, next up we have Lisa. Um, Tyra put a ton of gel in her hair, oh, Vaseline, <laughs> like to slick it back and give it like a tough look. I'm pretty sure she literally Uh-oh. just went in with a. A, a glob of Vaseline. Listen, I, think about I was it. like, sis, that was not necessary. Yeah, <laughs> like I, like I understand what you're, but sis, no one needs that much Vaseline for anything. anything. <laughs> she glopped that like onto her scalp. I'm like, Oof. honestly, that brought me back to when I was little and I did that. I was watching my mom grease her hair. And I'm like, okay, the <laughs> Vaseline, put it in my hair, went to school, came back, and she's like, what in the fuck? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> right, very bad. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, look, um, I'm curious to know how long it took for Elisa to wash all of that petroleum um, out of her hair. Mm-hmm. But the photo mm-hmm. itself is sickening. Like, Gorgeous. I feel like it is really difficult to give like mm-hmm. a furrowed mm-hmm. brow like that and still look so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know what, I feel like a lot of girls uh, are scared to go, even though Lisa's personality sometimes could be a bit much, I feel, um, she's not afraid to give that ugly mm-hmm. pretty. Like, you know, she's not afraid to go there, which I felt like a lot of the girls are safe, you know, with their posing. Yeah. So for me, yeah, I felt like it gave what it needed to give because, you know. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I feel like she, she hit it right mm-hmm. out of the, the ballpark mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the same. <laughs> it's struggle coming out of my mouth. I, like, I think that that's what they say. Yeah, they hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah. It's like it means it's a home run. I think. <laughs> home run. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. They hit it out of the ballpark. Run. Like it just like goes, it's like, it's a guaranteed grand slam out of the it's ballpark. It's just like, I guess when I say that all, I, I'm like a auditory person that, Really, all I hear is the sound of the ball hitting the bat. Um, well, actually, I guess it's the other way around. The bat hitting the, the ball. The but, like, that crack sound kind of reminds me of a tongue top. And I think that's why, you know, I'm like that. I like that tennis. And I think that that's why I like listening to tennis too because like the the balls sound like you know tongue pops going back home <laughs> it sounds like home you know <laughs> you right. know pops going back and just forth. saying just saying <laughs> i'll never unhear that now, now so thank you, you. Now i you know people playing tennis or baseball you're gonna be like that sounds like a tongue pop to me uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to find ways to relate to sports anyway um 
I think you nailed. I think you hit it out ah. of the park. Badoom toom. Badoom toom. Next up, we have Nick. Uh, Tyra could tell how nervous Nick was to be mm -hmm. in front of her in this intimate kind of setting, but she was in the bottom two last week. So I personally can understand why she would be feeling a little bit timid and tentative in front of Tyra. And, uh, you know, in this photo, she has this um, large fern leaf. Uh, and Tyra said that she wanted her to be a wild woman and to be feeling the tree. <laughs> I personally do know that there is a photo of Tyra similar to this. It is in color, but she's like holding a mm. big leaf. Like, and I, I could tell she was kind of trying to recreate it and tell like Nick to like peek through the leaves, but Nick didn't quite like understand the direction. Understand. Um. Yeah, it's a fine photo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, kind of like, damn. I felt like everyone, like, no, no one else had a um a prop. Yeah. So I, I thought that it, you know maybe everyone's photo would have been different had they had a prop. You know yeah. what I mean? Though I love Nick. Um, I mean, I love the photo. She has really pretty facial features. It really, which is, does. you know, it plays a part in why I like mm -hmm. it. But um. But I think she does lack that intensity in her eyes that Nicole had. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Like that's the intensity I'm talking about. I mean, but other like other than that, I do agree. I think it was a fine photo. Like it's fine. Uh, would you be nervous to work with Tyra to have her direct you in a photo like this, or do you feel that you would deliver? Listen, I would be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like not Tyra standing two feet away from me. I couldn't. Like honestly, I couldn't. See, the thing is, I have this thing where I do like a nervous sweat. Mm -hmm. I'll start sweating bullets. And sweat and Vaseline don't mix. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, the sweat listen, could be a pop, crazy. <laughs> it could be a pro. <laughs> exactly. So, I, mean, I, I don't know. Um, I would be nervous. I would have also been nervous. So, I understand, you know. But, but the photo's cute. It's pretty. Yeah, I do think that it's a very pretty photo. Shay, how would you handle art direction from uh, Miss Tyra Banks? Would you be nervous to be on set with her? Or would you? I feel like I would be less nervous about the capturing of the photo and more nervous about what direction would be thrown at me. I think that's where I would be like, okay, what is Tyra going to want me to do? <laughs> uh, what is she going to ask me to do? That's where I would be like uh, unsure. However, Feel the tree. once I figured out what it is that Tyra wanted, it could at least get some sort of like validation <clears throat> or confirmation that I was giving her what she wanted, then I would probably feel a lot better. You're good on your toes, though. You would have been fine. Please. You know, it's just, and, that's, and that's the thing, because Tyra keeps you on your toes. So it's, it's kind of like, I don't know what to expect from her. Like, I always <laughs> feel more confident going in a situation where I know what to expect. No. You never know what Tyra's mm -hmm. going to give you. She will keep you on your toes. And that's why we love her. This is true. All right. Lastly, let's um, talk about Bree's photo. Bree, before the shoot, admitted in her confessional that she was so excited to work with Tyra Banks. She was just all like, Tyra. she's like, look, I don't know any of these other people, but I came here to work with Tyra. You know what I'm saying? And she said that that mm. is the main reason <laughs> why she came to the show. And she took directions well. And she looked gorgeous. 
Um, mm-hmm. What do we think about Brie's photo? Is she giving? I, okay. I love Brie because, you know, for me, like, I always relate everything back to, like, when I was little. And for me, it's given, like, my sister right before she's getting her hair done and she don't want to get it done, but mom about to do her hair because, you know, that's what it yes. is giving me, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and also, she's gorgeous. So it's a great photo. I still think it lacks a little bit of intensity, but I still love it nonetheless. You know what I mean? I feel like I can relate to mm-hmm. the photo. I would have loved it if we just had like Brie dead on, like chin down, both hands kind of pulling the hair back, you know? Oh, come on. Like that, come just on. like all the hair in the frame, just like very like intense kind of coming at you would have been really hello but it, and you know what? it is giving little sister uh like sister getting ready to get her hair done by mama and she don't want to or it's getting i'm about to get dragged by some bitch because the <laughs> hand kind of looked like it's coming out of nowhere like yeah. whose hand is that right <laughs> like, who who is trying to rag me right, right now? the moment before that that like <laughs> millisecond before just getting snatched that she was actually just like getting that grip right in the hair Right. Uh, Okay, look, we are going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we are going to get more into this episode with Nate White. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We are chatting with Nate White from Nini Lashiro. Now, Nate, we know that the games are just beginning for these models. After what seems like a night out, the girls return to some Tyra mail that Nicole gets to read. Nicole decides that she wants to prank all the girls, and instead of saying what the Tyra mail actually says, she tells the girls that they need to pack their bags because they are going to Paris, France. Now, some of the girls did not think that this was very funny, but I honestly thought that it was a hilarious joke. Um, Because I feel like, you know, Tyra males can get pretty monotonous. So I feel like if I was in that situation and got to read the Tyra male and it wasn't anything that was terribly interesting, I would probably make something up too, just to see what the girls would, would, what they would say, how they would react. Are you a person that likes to play pranks on people? Of course. Listen, that's like 95.5% of my life. <laughs> <laughs> my family can't stand my ass. But I don't care. Y'all about to get these jokes. <laughs> right. Like, See, I live for a I prankster. Was, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. What would you say is the best prank that you've ever pulled? Yeah, it's like 95, 95% of my life is pranks, but I can't think of not one. <laughs> well, there's probably so many. You're like, because that's 95% of my life. Mm. I don't know. What about you? I, like, I really can't think of one. Come back to me. Give me a minute. <laughs> okay, I'm not much of a prankster, but I do like to scare people. Like, that's something that I love, 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 love to do. So I would say my favorite would be i was in college and like my best friend tiger lily was like late and we were in the design building and she was in like um the like drawing room that had like these computers at the back so they were like really really mm-hmm. far you know and so i like walked into the room though so it was like just her and it was like late nobody else there 
And I was like really, really, really quiet. And she was like trying to bid on some stuff on eBay or something like that. And I kid you not, I like crawled <laughs> like all the way up because I didn't want to stand up because like, you know, you would see my reflection in the computer mm. monitor. So like I literally crept up on her for like a <laughs> solid like four minutes. And then when I got to her like behind this chair, I just like, re- I like jumped up, you know, like. <laughs> And like she literally, I kid you not, like she let out the most blood curdling scream and like her knees like just literally buckled and she literally (laughs) slid out from like the rolling chair that she was in. And I I, like, it was one of the best scares. Um, I like, she's one of my favorite people. You're more of a jump scary person. I still still begin her now. (laughs) She hates it. Love it. Damn. um, Not me still not being able to think of one, (laughs) y'all. (laughs) that's okay that's okay um well look let's get into uh this obstacle course that the girls have to do so you know instead of having to go and run up a flight of stairs per se with a photo shoot at the end like they did in cycle three we get a little bit of a twist now they get a tyra mail that the obstacle course, they get a tyra mail at the obstacle course to meet with the editors of L Girl, their top model cover prize while covered in mud. So the models one by one go and meet these editors and impress them even though they are covered head to toe in dirt. But of course, they aren't happy about it. So I want to chat about a couple of these girls' performances and critiques because they are pretty funny. So Lisa. Lisa told the editors that she would definitely uh, do better than the other other cover girls because of her smile. She said that she's relatable. She said that she's bubbly. Um, And the editors absolutely respond to this and she actually wins the challenge and wins the overall go see lesson now jayla seemed to pitch herself to be the opposite of an l girl but the editors told her that it is very l girl the editors told her that she was shy and that it seemed like she was holding back and she gave them a bit of attitude and told them <laughs> she gave them an attitude and she told them i'm covered in mud how else would i act um <laughs> I I mean T like just let them know that you're like Jayla, well bitch listen. I can't cover it in mud <laughs> now Nicole in very Nicole fashion she was she was distraught that she had to roll around in the dirt and hated the smell she said that uh, she seemed to fake it well, but in her confessional, she was not having it. Um, the editor said that she has the all-American girl look, and that's something that people like. Kyle gave them her small town girl story and she gave lots of relatable stories and the editors did really seem to like them. And they loved the story about her working at Dairy Queen and they think that it's awesome, but they don't feel like she has a lot of range. Um, Do you feel like this lesson, they really showed the models how to bring out their personalities and let them shine? Do you think that the mud was a good way to strip them of all uh, physical vanities and just focus more yeah, so on I mean, personalities? Like, of course, you're not going to, covering the mud, you're not going to be feeling it best. 
But if you could, per- like, but if you could push through that, yes. and show that you're not all about your looks, your looks doesn't like even you know it doesn't like um make you 100. percent You have a personality. There's something that's deeper within you to show people. Then of course, I think that it was a pretty good lesson. I don't think that a lot of them um <laughs> messed with it, but um I think that it, I think it was okay. Eh, it was all right, you know. It wasn't bad. Yes. I mean, look. We we've obviously seen the girls do mm-hmm. several types of obstacle courses, and we know that there's always going to be a little surprise at the end for them to have to do. So, I feel like the mud was fine. Fine, and look, I I know Nicole was all distraught, but when you really like sit back and like think about it, and you look at this obstacle course, you're like, that wasn't like. <sighs> Yes, it was like mud. It was like <laughs> potting soil. That's like the that's like from Home Depot mud that, that you could possibly like. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, like wait, she made it seem like it really smelled. Yeah. Like it seemed like it was like from the um, zoo, exactly, or I'm the like, farm. Like, you know, there, right. it's not like there was manure or anything like that. And that you yeah, just like you're at Griffith Observatory. Yeah, exactly. I'm like that is like the cleanest dirt that you're gonna find. Like honestly, <laughs> I'm sure it smells like Martha Stewart's garden. Um, but I, I, I feel like, honestly, the mud was, uh, I think it's funny and a good way to really strip the girls down. And if I was in that position, I would just be pretending like the mud was, like, I just stepped off the set mm-hmm. of some editorial and, like, the mud was just part this of This is a skin hand. routine. Like, you know, these are working <laughs> this models. This is a skin routine. That's exactly. what you mean. <laughs> no, first of all, but with the, <laughs> right. the blessed ass pants, <laughs> with the no waist tie, like, sis. No waste time. Like, with the no waste time. They said, just hold these. <laughs> they said, just run guy. around with your booty cheeks out, Nick, and hold these pants up. Not she had to pull herself <laughs> through the mud, drag herself through the mud with pants her ankles, like, like, her like, knees. Oh, baby. I was like, bless her. <laughs> yes. I mean, and some of these editors' comments were really funny. I mean, the fact that they said that Kyle working at Dairy <laughs> Queen was awesome. <laughs> She's like, I think that's really awesome. Right, like, like, people will really relate to I that. Mean, honestly, people, like, I feel like editors and agents, they love to feel like they discovered somebody that came from, like, the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, that Dairy Queen story, I literally do feel like she's like, that is an amazing story. This girl <laughs> came from Dairy Queen, and now she's in Dior, you know? <laughs> Giselle Bündchen was discovered at a McDonald's. Like, what's more chic than that? I mean. You're like, not only is she gorgeous, she also eats Big Macs. She also scoops a little ice yes. cream. Let's make it high fashion. Hello, right? She will dip your comb for you and she'll give you Hello. a sickening cover shot. Do you think she would apply Smize- for a job at Smize Cream? I'm... <laughs> We know from experience that they may be looking for applicants. I think, so you know, I feel like Smize Cream is the ultimate place to work, and they just have really flexible <laughs> schedules, and they allow their employees to work when they want to, and that's cool. I I support Tyra's that. I like support. Uh, Come on now. It's true. She was like, I get the hate comments all the time from what you think I did to these top models, my ice cream employees. Love me. She's like, <laughs> they love life. Me. They love me. They love me. Um. Maxwell, do you feel like any of the contestants excelled at this personality challenge? 
I mean, Lisa for sure did, but Lisa is the personality. I mean, if anyone were to sit there covered in mud, I mean, even from our experience of chatting with her, we... I mean, she definitely is excelled. She could and have I come thought, in charge of feather. <laughs> I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, still had a smile on her face. Like, Yo, what's up? What's goody? She would have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> full on smile. What's up, queens? <laughs> Y'all ready to make some fashion? I mean, yeah, her answer was really cute, too. She was like, I have everything that these girls don't. I mean, like, what a great way to start that off. Yes. I mean, tea. Well, let, let's hop into this photo shoot because I want to talk about this. Now, the girls meet up with Mr. J, who tells them, you girls have been getting your lesson in inner confidence. It's not about what you're wearing, but how you wear it. The girls find out that they will be doing a 1940s pinup-inspired photo shoot with a Ford Fusion. Yes, the sexiest of all the Fords. This is your classic sexy female model on the car cliche. And we know right off the bat that Kim will be struggling with this photo. And let's talk about Kim's. Um, wow, Ford Fusion. I... <laughs> Do you feel the fantasy about this I'm car? I'm not feeling the fantasy with this car. I am <laughs> failing. They did a Ford photo shoot before, They did. Correct? They did a Ford photo shoot in season three with the <clears throat> Alter Eagles, <throat> and it was a Ford <throat> Mustang. You know, that's that's a sexy <clears throat> muscle car. Um, my yeah, cousin that has Ebony like its own branding. And fusion, you know. <laughs> cousin and Ebony, she's more come on, cousin Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's like when I think I of sexy pinup, I don't think of Ford Fusion. But y'all better get your sponsorship. Get Go coin. ahead get and get coin. that coin. You know what I'm saying? So okay, during the shoot, Kim is worried because being quote unquote feminine and sexy isn't her default. However. Mr. J is in awe at how well Kim was serving feminine and soft. She gave a lot of versatility and options. And at panel, the judges were impressed with how versatile Kim has become. She says that she spends a lot of time emulating Kyle. Tyra was blown away by her film and she was sexy and fierce and was named the first model for the challenge this week. How do we feel about Kim's performance in this photo shoot? I feel like Kim did a great job. I feel like she knew going into it that it was kind of like set up for her to struggle. And I feel like she really, really focused and I get it. I feel like she Goodnight. really <laughs> focus on like how to really uh, project that feminine energy and delivered well for Kim. Yeah, I feel like she really drove it home. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, first of all, before, before I talk about performance, could we please give 10 points for that lace front? Yo, <laughs> that lace front gave what it needed. To- <laughs> yeah. Would you say that? <laughs> would you say it's a full throttle lace front? Yeah. No, I didn't know that they had HB lace back then. 
the lace was it the lace was like you know? non-existent but i think that she did a really good job um i feel like a lot of times in top model when it seems as though uh a specific girl may just really mess up on the shoot it's like they end up being like mm-hmm. the best that that episode or like you know like i was shook it i was shook it um, but i'm like nah she, she about to turn this out like i had some faith in her i did i had faith in her yeah, I had faith in Kim, too. I did, too. This was definitely, like, her... Uh, they really turned her story around. You know, she was definitely, you know, lost in herself. And now she's, like, found, her. you know, her her path in modeling with her own self-identity. Because she's the only one that was able to keep her, right. uh, you know, mm-hmm. personal style. Yes, the personal style that they all were assigned. <laughs> earlier this season. You get a style. You get a style. All right. Yeah. Well, next up. Right. You get a style, too. <laughs> so next up. And you get $500 to go, to go shopping to on Hill. the oh, drive and get some shoelaces because that's all you can afford. Like. Anyway. <laughs> now, Lisa is up next. During the shoot, Lisa was sexy and feeling the pinup fantasy. Mr. J was happy with how well she could make her face and body work at the same time and felt that she really did well on this photo. At panel, Nigel thinks that both photos show that she knows how to model and the judges see that she has a lot of mm-hmm. talent. This is a really good week for, I think, for Lisa. Um, I how think do you feel like, about um, this photo? For me, in this season, I feel like Lisa is the most versatile. Like, she can pull off, like, anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she could really turn almost any look out. And I think she'll embody whatever's given to her, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um... I think she she did what needed to be done. Like, she was was so... It was, like, very serene and, you know, sweet in comparison to, Mm -hmm. like, that strong, you know, uh, uh, super mean beautiful you know kind of photo that she had earlier on so it just showed her versatility i loved it so i just kind of want to now that we're you know getting into these a little bit more how do we feel about the styling of this photo shoot because tyra and panel mentioned that they were supposed to be like vargas girls and I'm not. This is very. Mr. J also said at the shoot that it was supposed to be like sleazy, sexy, because Tyra is the queen of doing that. (laughs) So I like kind of see where they're going with this like pussycat doll. That's it's like very. That's exactly. (laughs) They're getting pussycat doll. Very like hot topic meets corset. My question is why were they wearing the long tank tops underneath the corset? I (laughs) it's giving very it is Fergie. It's giving very black eyed peas. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's giving very two thousand five. If we're gonna be honest, Um, I don't know. I think I think I mean. I didn't understand like the socks and the and the like the the tank tops. Yeah, the like ribs tanked because it's like going. It's a little bit more like rockabilly than pinup. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like they're just kind of go. They're throwing a lot of like vintage, different vintage references at the same thing. 
Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Next, we have Nick. During the shoot, Nick struggled a little bit in the beginning, but was able to pull off a really good photo. She gave a lot of options, and Nick went in with confidence, but didn't like to hear from Mr. J that he felt that she struggled in the beginning. At panel, they loved her beauty shot. Tyra said that she doesn't have the ideal curvy body for a pinup shoot, which worked against her. And Miss J said that she needed to tooch the booty. How do y'all feel about Nick's photo? It also seems like the lack of curve is what also caused her pants to fall down during the <laughs> obstacle course challenge. Uh-oh, listen, long backs matter, okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a member of Team Long Back, and belts do not work for me. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't, okay, I, I don't care, I like, I, I like, I didn't understand what they was talking about. Sometimes no. I don't agree with them. No. I thought that her photo was perfect. It was fine. It gave what needed to be good. Like, I feel like she gave a little cheekage. She didn't look... Exactly. Uh, what? Like, she didn't look super athletic to me. I think the little chin, the little chin to the to the shoulder moment gave Beautiful. me that, like, you know, right. I, I didn't see anything wrong with it to me. I'm sorry. I just feel like they were constantly trying to not give Nick her flowers. Hello. You know. Hello. I agree with that 100%. All right. Well, let's move on to Nicole. Uh, Nicole. So, during the shoot, uh, Nicole had a hard time. And she felt that the corset was really too tight, which if we're going to be perfectly honest, I'm just going to stop right there. As someone who wears steel bone corsets <laughs> day in, day out, performs mm-hmm. in them, does numbers in them, that little Santee Alley, Ridgeline Hot Topic corset ain't stitching nothing. Okay, that is not that is not a real corset. Uh, like mama, it is a it is a tight stretch tank top with some corset. laces in the back. Like it 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 becomes really clear at this moment that Nicole just kind of looks for reasons to complain. Right. And it does kind of come up later on that the girls feel like she just looks for reasons to complain. And honestly, this corset was not nearly as tight as some of the other ones that the girls had mm-hmm. to wear. Mm-hmm. Jay had to do a lot of coaching for her. And she just wasn't really delivering. You know, when she got the lesson mm-hmm. from Jay, she kind of turned on the character a little bit. But... I don't know. I don't feel like she delivered. Uh, At panel, the judges, of course, as they always do, find her beautiful, but uh, they feel that her personality is really lackadaisical. And like her photo. Ni- Nigel, Nigel says he's not seeing pinup, and uh, the photographer said that she gave some options. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I This photo is a boot for me. Boot the house down. For me, it was like her photo gave... Oh, my ankle was killing me. Let me let me relax on this car, child. My it is very. What is going on with those feet, Mama? Listen, like, the, I just the whole. It, it's no. It's yeah. just no. It's like I got gas. My knee hurt a little bit. I don't know. It, it was giving me like I have to take a rest. It wasn't like I'm a pinup girl. Okay, and in looking at like these photos, right? Do we think? That they just photoshopped the girls onto the stock image of this car. (laughs) 
Oh my God. Okay, so I was thinking the exact same thing because it's like, I'm looking at one picture and the sis is the same size as the car. Like, I'm yeah. confused. <laughs> like, and then, and then in one picture, the car, like, I, yeah, I, I kind of think that. <laughs> I'm like, because the lighting on the car is the exact same in like literally in every, every single photo. And like the ankle is the exact same in every single photo. I'm like, not they just went. And 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 crop these girls and they just pasted them. What was the point of having a car then? I'm confused. I know <laughs> <laughs> to give them because to get them to act like they were really leaning on a car. But what was wrong with the car the- <laughs> that they were on that like they just had to go? I'm I'm really curious. I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm curious about that. no seriously because sis is legit taller than the like <laughs> legit like. The same size as yeah. the car. For Breeze, she looks giant next to the car. But Bree, like, when you look at Nick, <laughs> when you look at Nick's, the car goes up to her shoulder. Let's look at Kyle's Kyle too. Like, oh my gosh! Kyle the damn car up and throw it across the street. Like, what the fuck? Oh my gosh! And it's literally at Nick's shoulder. Like if you look at hers, Yo, that's hilarious. I, yeah. Oh man, that's both realize all of us realizing it at the same time. Well, they really you look. I don't think that they were expecting us to focus so hard on this car. I also like that you keep making focus jokes when it's the Ford Fusion. <laughs> When you made that joke earlier, and then you were like, "Did you see what I did there?" and I was no. like, "Yeah, I saw you make the wrong." Make the wrong. <laughs> oh my god! Car reference. So, you know what? Well, then I need to. I, I need understand. To re- there's a bit of confusion. Yes, but there's <laughs> a bit of confusion. <laughs> I need to retract my statement about my cousin Ebony's car. She totally drove a Focus. It was not a fashion. I'm sorry. Ebony. Luxury was a Ford Focus. That car I had before. Mm-hmm. Oh, luxury. Luxury was a Ford Focus. <laughs> oh, may she rest. Not a good car. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do not need to talk about luxury, but we do need to talk about Brie and Kyle's photo real fast. Yes. Okay. So Brie also had mentioned how uncomfortable she was in her corset. And now I will go and defend Brie because the corset mm-hmm. that Brie was wearing was mm-hmm. a legit steel boned since she went at the waist corset. And you can look just by her. Yeah, it's going to be 12 inch. Yeah, hello. <laughs> She's cinched. And you can tell by how, also because it's such a long line corset, like it goes so high up on the bust and so like low on the hips that it really mm. like limits the way that you can move. And I feel like the okay. fact that she was able to still get her knee up on the car and point her toe at the same time she was doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the mm-hmm. judges always, always just wanted to act like Brie wasn't serving it, but I feel like she really mm-hmm. more so than Nicole. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, first of all, her waist is legit the same width as her head. <laughs> right. That's number one. Exactly. Like, if not smaller, you know, I think that she did a really good job, you know, um, the leg is up. Did anyone else get that? No one else got their leg up like that. No. You know, everyone else did that like little like knee up, but she has her uh-huh. entire leg up. I think she deserved Hello. more points for that. I do. I think she deserved more and points. And the booty is too. And the booty is too. Like, you know, she was busting it open. And the toes pointed. Y'all need to <laughs> y'all need to put some respect on Bree's name. That's all I got. Nobody say. else was busting it open on a car. She busted it <laughs> Nobody. She, she busted it open. I think she because what did they say? They wanted they wanted um 
pinup and what? I forget. Right. <laughs> kind of sexy and sleazy. Sleazy. Like right. Sexy and sleazy. That and she gave really me sexy nailed the breeze. Yeah. And Nicole yes. gave me my knees hurting. Right. Hello. She said, ow. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, lastly, we have Kyle, who was in the bottom two with Brie. And during the shoot, many of the girls were nervous because they felt like Kyle is the most traditionally beautiful out of all of them. But Jayla lets us know in her interview that she feels that <laughs> Kyle has no depth and no personality. Um, at panel, they feel like her headshot was not the T. Miss J said that she needed some sissification. And Twiggy said that the facial expression is vacant and is not doing a lot for them at all. Ultimately, it was Kyle who gets sent home. And uh, do we feel like it was Kyle's time to go? I wasn't mad at it. I was not mad at it. Over Bree. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it. Because I feel like, you know, looking um, looking at Kyle's, you know, body of work thus far, for uh-huh. me, okay, yeah, she's a beautiful girl, but I feel like she gives me, like, blank. Like, like you know, like, I feel like she doesn't give me that extra. It's like, one percent middle. She's like, resting on pretty. Resting on pretty. Where's the energy? Where's the? You know, it's just like okay, you know, you're beautiful, beautiful, but like, where's that yeah. extra push? And, and also, James. Yeah. <laughs> no, and also since we um recognize that they're Photoshop next to this car, I can't get over the fact that she is legit towering over this damn car. <laughs> Not, I will never unsee that. It's a wrap. Right. Yeah, for real. <laughs> okay, Dad, what were you saying? Um. I, oh, I was going to say, too, that I don't feel like Brie even deserved to be in the bottom mm-hmm. two. Personally, I would have put Nicole there. Mm-hmm. Nicole deserved to be in the bottom two. Like, and I feel like that's probably why they purposefully picked a really awkward picture of Brie from her series with Tyra. Mm-hmm. And it's a really strong one of Nicole to balance out because they knew that Nicole didn't deliver this week. Mm-hmm. I want to put Jayla in the bottom. Yeah, her too, just because she, you know... I don't know about Jayla, y'all. She be running her mouth too much. <laughs> um, well, look, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we are going to get to know Nate a little bit better and find out what he's been working on at Mimi Lashiro. We'll be right back. All right, we are back chatting with Nate White, the designer of Mini Lashiro. And before we get into the fashion of it all, I want to talk with you about something that we have in common. Anyone Uh who listens to this show knows that I am obsessed with my mama. And you have a very public love for your mother as well. And you guys have become quite the sensation on TikTok. (laughs) So when, when did you start... TikToking. Okay, uh, I started TikTok literally right as quarantine started and the whole COVID thing started. I think that's kind of like when a lot of people started. Um, yeah, I, I did. I didn't originally want to do TikTok. Like I was like, that's for the little kids. That's for the teeny boppers. Like, <laughs> how about look? I'm 27. Like, but you know, I gave in. My cousin was like, Nate, get on there. You're gonna do well. I got on there, and of course, I got glued to it. Started doing my little videos. And yes. um, that was like March, March of 2020 is when I started. And um, 
you know, I just was consistent with my posting, just having fun with it and everything kind of uh-huh. just like picked up really, really quickly. Um, but I was making yes. content before TikTok. Before TikTok, I was like, you know, five, six, seven years before that, I was making content. TikTok just made it a little easier to mm-hmm. do, you know? Yes. Yeah. Now, when when did you start incorporating your mom? She's been, a, listen, mom, my, mama ain't new to this. She's <laughs> she been about this life as long as I have. Like, because, you know, I used to do, um, on Facebook, I used to do these <laughs> videos, <laughs> like dance covers and stuff like that. That, used yes. to, that was like my mm-hmm. first viral video was yeah. in like 20, when, I want to say like 2013, maybe 2013, 2014, where I took some Vogue choreography and I like did it side by side in, uh, you know, like a split screen kind of thing. And that went viral. Uh-huh. And then I started doing dance covers. And one time I was like, yo, Ma, come, come do this video with me. I did like a little uh, dance cover, a little mama's sausage video. So like, yes. I was like, Ma, come on, let's do a little two-step. People gonna love it. And at that time, my mom was super like, shy even though we're crazy in my household we are all bananas me and my mom my brother uh-huh. my father we all crazy but um you know she was nervous she did it people loved it that went viral and then from that point on she's like when we do another video come on Nate, get it together <laughs> get it together come on you better plan something you know so um yeah she, yes. she's been about it she likes it yeah i was i'm trying to think of the first like dance um video that i saw you do with your mom but i literally <laughs> was just all like uh Okay, his mama got moves. Like she was, she was up there with the eight <laughs> count, just like hitting it all. I was Listen, like, damn. We be getting it popping in here. Listen. I see. <laughs> I see because you know, I had seen the many videos that you had done, and I was just all like, oh my gosh, he's so multi-talented. Like, not only is he a great designer, but like this motherfucker can dance too. <laughs> and then I saw your mom and I was like, okay, well now I see where he I gets get it from. I, like, I get it. <laughs> 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 um, do you have a favorite like video of yours that you made that you just like yes. A just like yeah. had so much fun making it and like B just got like a lot of like great uh reception uh for with my mom or just in general? In general. Um okay, so the I you know, I do have the most fun making the videos that require a whole bunch of like angles and 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 movement and like getting it from this angle and then this angle and then, uh-huh. like you know i love those type of videos even though they like are extremely tedious to uh-huh. make those are the most rewarding so i would probably say maybe the one um actually both of them would be with the ones with me and my mom where the first one would be the netflix one it was like um uh, uh what is it like if, if a black person created yes. netflix and it was like an afro beat so we you know we busted that out real quick that actually took three hours wow. to shoot that took three hours um but that was super fun just like you know me and my mom was like okay what movie we about to do next right. all right let's bust, let's bust a little hip roll okay one two three hip roll, hip yeah. roll. next <laughs> moving on like you know so that was fun and the similar video is like uh, for Pride. We had did like a little um, into the thick yes. of it. It was like a, a Vogue uh-huh. mix. <laughs> it was like a Vogue mix. So me and my mom did this like little like 
pride celebration Vogue mix sort of thing where we both were rolling and she busted a little uh, uh, dip at the end. Yes. But she fainted on the dip. You know, that was cute. That was fun. Like, those are probably some of my favorite ones. Gosh, there was one that I was just like watching. And it's like, y'all just like walking and you're like, we're walking, we're walking. Listen, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from East New York and that is my life. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. You'll be walking down the block you know, you eat your sour patches and blah, 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 blah. and then it's like, listen, we gotta keep it pushing. We gotta go. Right. <laughs> we gotta go. Like, honestly, that is like it's so funny, but it's like literally like that's how it is, and you know, it that's how it was. But you know, we try to just like bring some comedy to it and make it a little lighthearted, even yes. though you know. Yes. That, that, no, y'all are just so damn cute. Y'all have me <laughs> cracking up. I share your TikToks like in my um group chats a lot. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. yes. Okay, so so now we can't not talk about you, your amazing, amazing design. So you make these incredible <laughs> dresses and bodysuits that are covered in mesh and crystals, and the, the pieces that you make are truly stunning. And I mean so much so that there are even people knocking off your work. So you know, you know that you truly made it, you know, when there are knockoffs out there floating around in the world. Uh-huh. So uh, you said that you started designing, that you were interested in fashion at a really, really young age. But mm-hmm. when did you start really seriously uh, designing and creating? So uh, in elementary, I remember in elementary, I was sketching. I used to get in trouble for sketching during class in elementary school for grade, sixth grade, you know. Um, But I didn't actually start sewing until I went to the high school of fashion industries, which was, um, you know, uh, was it ninth grade, 10th grade, 10th grade. grade. Mm -hmm. That's when we started learning how to actually use a machine. Yeah. Um, But uh, that's when I started uh, creating uh, with my hands. I always mm-hmm. sketched, I always designed, you know, and uh, I had this funny idea, this cool idea to kind of, because I found a sketch uh, of a design that I made back when I was in elementary. I found it and I'm like, oh my God, it would be so cool if I took this sketch and mm-hmm. redid it now and kind of did like a before and after and actually made it. So I think that's something that I'm going to do just for fun, you know, just yes. to, not a shit thing niggles, but yeah. yeah, that's when I started though. I mean, also, too, I love that um, you have the birthday tradition where on your birthday, you recreate a birthday look from your childhood and then redo the photo. Uh-huh. That to me is the cutest. Like, there have literally been times where I'm like, okay, have you have you just like custom remade those outfits for yourself? Because there have been yeah, times I'll where I'm just like, how in the <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times I'll just remake it, you know? <laughs> I'll yes. just sew something up. Or, you know, I'll pick a photo where it's like, okay, this is something that, that I can redo. Yeah. You know, something that I can, like, remake really quick. But I want it to be as close to the original as possible. But say I am running out of fucking pictures. <laughs> I'm running out of... I'm like, what am I going to do in four years? I, I have, like, three maybe pictures left. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I barely... I, like, barely have any. When I was in high school, like, our basement flooded. And so I lost, like, mm. most of, like, my childhood photos. Like, just really don't have a lot mm-hmm. of them left. So... Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to tell you. I can't even think. I, I like. I'm literally trying to think about like, a what picture from a birthday before <laughs> the age of like 14. And 
Oh man, <laughs> see, I tr- I try to keep it as close to like a baby picture as possible, just so you can yes. see that like that glow, yeah. that glow up. You know what I'm saying? Even though, listen, I think I was cuter when I was a baby. I'm kind of annoyed. I was like, yeah. what happened to me? So so cute, and I love you with your like little balloons and your your just everything. I was just all like, you can tell that every year, like your your birthday was always a big celebration. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Okay, so 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 back to your to your um, designing. Um, What was the first piece that you remember making? Ooh, the first piece I remember making was trash. Ooh, it was trash. <laughs> it was like, okay, so it wasn't a, would you call it a bandeau if it's like not even stretched? Okay, imagine like a bandeau being made out uh-huh. of like wool. But it had, oh. right? Uh-uh. It, it ain't no ooh. It was like a, a non-stretch. <laughs> it was terrible. Like non-stretch bandeau. So it was like a square, literally a square and it was like navy blue with like an orange piece of spandex cut down the middle and then like a, a wool skirt that was too Ooh. big up top and a winter. too tight at the bottom the model couldn't walk listen i thought i was hot shit though you can't tell me nothing <laughs> you can't tell me nothing but it was a hot ass you know mess. i feel like everybody's you know i feel like we all like learn anybody who was like sewn and like had to make a garment you learn a lot about fabrics mm-hmm. like those first couple times because you just kind of go in there thinking you're like, oh, any fabric can do anything. That That's I how want. it begins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have this vision and, you know, I like this fabric and it will just be that. Mm-hmm. And you realize that that's just really not how it works. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not really. <laughs> it was trash. But, okay, so what was the first piece that you made where you were like, okay, <laughs> this is lit. Like, I got it down now. Um, let me see. Honestly, once I started working with rhinestones, I feel, because I've always, yes. you know, it, for me, I started out making tutus. <laughs> like, in high school, I was selling my little $20 tutus. I was a hustler. Yes. I was selling my $20 tutus. Yes. I had everybody at the high school of fashion industries with their tutus matching their Jordans, walking around the, yes. <laughs> walking around the school with tutus for no reason. But uh, like little Tiana right, Taylor, very that, very 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 that. <laughs> um, but like um, uh, once I started working with like rhinestones and like different textures and like and playing around with like the um, kind of like freehand uh stoning and freehand uh applique uh-huh. work, and uh-huh. I found that I really love like nude illusion, like nude illusion, like. The effect of like it just seemed like something is just floating on your skin, floating in there. When I, yeah, once I really found that I loved that, I think that's when I was like, "Hold on, Nate, you have something here." You know what I mean? Because yeah, and it's so funny because um, recently I kind of I kind of realized that when I look at I looked at something that I made maybe like six, seven, eight years ago, and I'm mm. like, "Oh shit, this is the same exact aesthetic." Like I never lost what. I, you know, I never lost my aesthetic. I just kind of like evolved and amped it up. It's still the same me, you know what I'm saying? But um, once I started doing that is when I really like started to have fun with it. And, you know, and that's what I put you in. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. And and speaking of, we we can't talk about your work without talking about you creating some of the looks that Nicki Minaj wore on the cover of Paper Magazine. Mm -hmm. Now, how did you how did you get involved with Nikki? Listen, it was that story is so crazy. Like everything happened so 
unexpectedly. So mm-hmm. long story short, um, I got an email from her team saying that she needed something for an award show and they needed it by a certain date. So they were just going to pull it and that was fine, except for mm-hmm. the fact that I only had one of the dresses available. So I had to like create, I created a few different dresses for her. They uh-huh. did not give me her size. They didn't give me her size. That, what is it with teams not wanting to give I'm like, size and act like people can just guess? <laughs> I cannot guess. First of all, Nikki, I, 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 <laughs> listen, I was on Google, like trying to like look at pictures to gauge her size. And I'm like, all right, if she's 5'3", five, 5'2", five, and her hips is giving this, it's probably going to be like the 52. Like, you know, I was really out here trying yeah. to, you know, but they didn't give me any measurements. Um, and, uh, you think they would be I, able to, that would be on some forum somewhere, like some weird super fan forum. Listen, I you went digging. Would be, <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd be surprised. Like I, like, like Nate is not the first designer that I've like heard have been like, yes, I got a request for a celebrity to turn something around very quickly and wasn't even given measurements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No measurements. And then you're working with Nicki Minaj. It's not like I'm working with Ariana Grande. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, boom, uh-huh. boom, boom. Like, hello. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So I just, I use my better judgment. Um, I busted out four dresses and I used a gown that I already had from my collection that they wanted to pull. And um, the crazy thing is, I'm sorry, the, the crazy thing is uh, as the date came closer, I only had a couple of days, the date came closer and they're like, oh, unfortunately, Nikki isn't going to the award show anymore. And I'm like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. You must be bugging. <laughs> I was like, I had a heart attack. I had a heart attack. But then they were like, you know, but it's fine because she has, um, you know, more things coming up. We still want to use the pieces. So I was like, you know what? That's great. Because I had to like, I pulled an all-nighter and made three dresses in like one night. So, wow. um, right. So the thing is, uh, with them giving me that extra time, I was like, you know what? That's cool. Let me just create something that I've never done before. Something that's pink. Something that is uh, 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 using my signature, which is that like kind of like drippy thing on the nude. And uh-huh. something that is uh, like a vinyl latex kind of feel. And sparkly. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, that. that's for me, that was like the Nikki mixture. So I did yeah. that. Uh, I sent the stuff out. And um, I didn't hear word back for a while. Like, I, it was just like, I knew that she had events coming up. And I knew that the pieces were going to be considered. But I didn't know what for. And I, at this point, you know, uh, you're working with Nikki Minaj. So it's not like I could be like, yo, sis, what up? What's goody with the stuff? You know? So <laughs> right. I can't do that. So I'm like, um, you know, I'm waiting and uh basically I'm like, God, show me a sign. Like, did she even see my stuff? What's good? That night, I see a picture of her. She posted, like, oh, just just wrapped up a 12-hour shoot, something along those lines. She posted on Instagram. I look at that picture and she's standing in front of a rack, a clothing rack, a big ass clothing rack. This is I'm like, God, show me a sign. Let me know that she at least saw my stuff. Like, please. I zoom in. And her ass is literally pointing to my dress hanging up on the rack behind her. I'm like, she saw my she saw my dress. This is the dress. Yes. This is just like the random dress that I created. And I was like, this is a gift for her. Like the pink one. I'm like, this is a gift for her. Um, uh-huh. And it's hanging up on a rack. I was just happy that she saw it. You know, come to find yes. out that that's the dress that she chose to wear for the cover of Paper Magazine. And it was just like a dress that I just created really quick because I thought that it was something that she would like. And she ended up wearing it for the cover of Paper. So like, I died. Bam. I died. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Now, <clears throat> who are some of your other celebrity clients? Because you do have other right. Um, clients. Um, so uh, Nikki Cardi, I just Cardi a few times. Ashanti, I just her maybe twenty times. I know. Um, Ashanti loves your work. Yeah, she used to come through to the studio or whatever. We used to have little chill sessions, and I used to make her outfits and stuff. Yeah. Um, BB Rexa, Cash Doll, Winnie Harlow. Uh, a lot of people from like loving hip hop and a lot of female rappers. I feel like female rappers really like my stuff. Um, yeah. Mainly, because, you know what? And it's like with my design. It's so sexy. It's, it's sexy, but also I feel like with my aesthetic, I kind of like to mix up sexy, but also kind of like my little hint of like hood. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the hood mm-hmm. and I like to kind of mm-hmm. like twist it up and like do pretty, but like. You know, that's sort of it's like glam streetwear. There we know? go. Has, I like, love this, it. You know, it's like you go at you go out, you look really good. Hello. It's got like joy, it's got attitude, you know. It's really hot. It's really <laughs> fun. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm curious to know, like you got now that it is a uh new year, what's what's next for you? What are your 2022 goals? Hey, 2022. So like it's so crazy, like, the way, like, since TikTok, my life has, like, changed drastically. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I went from, you know, fashion being my main, you know, my main job, my main, you know, thing to now uh, content creating being my main job now, you know, with TikTok mm-hmm. and, like, the brand advertisements and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like, I'm kind of, I don't want to say taking a break from fashion because I'm always going to be a fashion designer first. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I've been doing it for 13 years straight out of high school by myself. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And like, you know, I think, you know, I think I need a little breather. So I am taking a small yeah. break from fashion just to focus on the content creating and the advertisements yeah. and stuff like that. But um, I'm going to be doing a YouTube channel very, very soon because, you know, I used to be, it's so weird. Like before I got on TikTok, kid you not, a year uh-huh. ago, I used to be so scared to show my personality, like not super scared. Yeah. But, like, I was always a little, like, "Mm, what people want to think, you know, somewhat. Um, And since then, you know, people have been so, so cool and so open and, like, inviting and just, like, uh, welcoming to my personality. So I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to do a YouTube. People have been wanting to YouTube. I'm going to do a YouTube, continue my brand, sponsorships. And I'm trying, listen, I'm trying to be in commercials, like, actual commercials. You know what I'm saying? Let's manifest that. (laughs) Let's manifest it. Yes, we gonna get you in a Super Bowl commercial. Listen, don't play. I do fight real quick in a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> do it like a Bobby Day, baby, real quick. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of B days, uh, I mean, even though I talk about your birthday photo, what's your what's your sign? My Pisces. You're a Pisces. Gotta love it. That's my moon and rising. Come on, Pisces friend. <laughs> you know, you know Rihanna, Pisces too. You know, hey, Come and on. I I have like a lot of Pisces friends. You know, we got a lot of Pisces. Yeah. They're amazing ones. Well, uh, Nate, thank you so much for joining us today. Did you have a good time? Listen, I was nervous as hell, y'all. I was so nervous. Oh, you did so great. We're so happy you were here. <laughs> I was nervous. Yes. But honestly, I was so glad that you guys invited me. Shay, you are my favorite drag queen. I, I don't know if you know. Oh. Like, thank you. No, you are my fave. Like, honestly, the way that you, because, like I said, I'm I'm very attracted to like things that like remind me of home and remind me of when I was young mm-hmm. and remind me of my blackness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. I feel like your drag is that. It just reminds me constantly of 
the, the the girls that I grew up with, the girls that I know, you know, like yes. I know you're not from Brooklyn, you're from Chicago. But like <laughs> it, but it, but it still reminds me of all of my friends from Brooklyn and like, you know, like I just you are amazing. Well, my aunt Betty, she lived in Brooklyn for like 16 years, and my mom used to spend summers in Brooklyn. So you know, I oh, so like you have Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and so you want yeah. you want 13 Brooklyn? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for right, having well, me. Can you please um, tell all of our listeners where they can find you online? Okay, so uh, Instagram, TikTok, both of them are Nini L A Shiro, Nini N E N E underscore L A underscore Shiro. Um. Like Instagram. I mean, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, NeneLSHero.com. I do have some merch out. So definitely check out yes. my merch. You know, um, plug the merch. It's cute merch too. Uh, listen, I designed some of it myself. Don't play. Go check it out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. NeneLSHero, Nene underscore LA underscore Shiro. And if you want to check out some of my designs, my design Instagram is NeneLSHero underscore designs. Boom. Yes. Be sure to follow all of those. And Thank you all so much for listening. And remember, if you have any top model facts or questions for Maxwell and me, our guests, or you just want to say hi, you can send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe to Want to Be On Top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show because it helps us grow. I'm Shay Coulet. And I'm Maxwell Esposito. And as always, the question remains, Want to Be On top? Top? Want to be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. To listen to Want to be on top? ad-free and Monday early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top? Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Shea Coulee. Produced by Maxwell Esposito. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 